Croatia Underrated. Welcome to Croatia Underrated. In this episode, we are going to explore the Valpovo Castle, part one. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about Valpovo Castle and the park that surrounds it. This January, I visited the castle and I was quite amazed with what I found. I have to admit that I didn't know a lot about it before I visited, but later, after the visit, I just couldn't stop um, researching and um, exploring all the curious facts and personalities that I found there. So if the path takes you to eastern Croatia, turn to the lovely town of Valpovo. The town's biggest attraction is the Prandau Norman castle with its park. The history of the castle starts somewhere in the 15th century. Visitors, however, get to experience a little time travel journey that begins in the 19th century at the entrance to the park and finishes among the 15th century remainders. As you set foot inside the park, you find yourself immersed in the 19th century Valpovo. The impressive view of Baroque entrance to the castle, surrounded by a carefully arranged park, makes it so easy to imagine the nobleman and noble women enjoying their long walks through the English landscape garden, doing their leisure thing, while at the same time, thousands of their farmers kept their noses to the grindstone throughout the 60,000 acres of Valpovo property. Thanks to the nobility who knew how to make their surroundings as cozy as can be, completely ignoring what was going on on their farms, we can now feel a bit like those counts and countesses of old. I certainly felt like that. We can also enjoy the long serene walks, completely forgetting about the harsh everyday lives, just like they once did in the deep shade of the trees they left behind. Even though this is a historical park, some of its monuments are only preserved in memories. For example, I would really love to see the glass house of the Prandau Norman family. Indeed, there used to be a high-tech glass house, I mean high-tech for the 19th century, for tropical plants with an underground heating system, imagine that back in the 19th century, in a garden in eastern Croatia. The glass house came with specially designed cars that served for transport of palm trees and other Mediterranean plants. Yes, you got that right. They used to grow tropical fruits in Valpovo. At a certain point, they even exported lemons to uh, Vienna, which was known as a wealthy royal city. It was not unusual for the owners of the castle to have a pineapple for dessert. If you're thinking about Croatia as a Mediterranean country, uh, this might not seem too surprising. However, the climate in the continental Croatia is so different from the coastal park. Just imagining pineapples on a dining table in the region of Slavonia centuries ago creates this, you know, luxurious, hedonistic, 
and actually a rather surreal mental picture in my mind. If you like this feeling of being in a complete different time, it's time to step into the Baroque castle and travel a bit further back, deep into the 18th century. Inside the castle, or more precisely inside its atrium, uh, there are several old gates and one of them leads to the regional Valpovo Museum. In Croatian we call it Muzej Valpovštine. I know this is difficult to pronounce even for us, but I'm going to repeat it just in case you're going to want to look it up. Muzej, so museum, that's easy. Muzej Valpovštine. Valpovština, that would be the region around Valpovo. So go to the museum for a chance to enter the castle and see some of the von Prandau and von Norman family heritage. These are the two families that left the biggest mark in the castle. With the exhibited furniture, items and memorabilia, our time travel adventure continues. The museum information is only in Croatian, so it could be a good idea to check if they're offering tours in English before you arrive. So I went through the museum, enjoyed all the exhibits. They are kind of thematically exhibited. But I especially enjoyed reading about the very members of the families that lived here. My personal favorite exhibit is a school certificate of young countess called Maria Theresia Norman, who received perfect grades. Well, not really. She earned a slightly lower grade in maths and literature, which do sound like kind of um, the strongest and main subjects. So isn't it cool that she had this teacher of principle, obviously, who didn't really want to give her straight A's. I found it really funny. Just imagining her teacher and maybe the discussions she had with her parents. Oh my God, can't you give her an A? But I do uh, like to imagine these discussions and how she just didn't want to give her a perfect A in maths or literature. I also love the fact that there are so many interesting Prandau Norman women who left a mark in the area, you know, in the area of Valpovština. Remember that uh, strange word? In fact, the first Prandau in Valpovo only had daughters at the time when he took over the castle. This was actually a little token of appreciation for his services to the king, the castle itself. This fact, the fact that he only had daughters at the time when he took over the castle, gave his girls equal inheritance rights to his future sons. The practice of female governance of uh, Valpovo lands often reappeared in the following centuries. It is quite unique to find a place with female and male personalities represented side by side. That's why I really enjoyed reading about the women and their influence. Still, I have to admit that my fav favorite uh, family member is a man after all. It's the cosplaying count, as I like to call him, Eberhard. The man just loved to travel and to pose. 
Therefore, he left behind the coolest collection of photos from the beginning of the 20th century, photos of himself posing in outfits inspired by the countries he traveled to on authentic locations. Is this man every geek's hero or what? And how do you feel about libraries and old books? The family used to own thousands of books, some of them as old as from the 16th century. Big part of the library was unfortunately destroyed in an 1801 New Year's Eve fire. Another big part of the library, just like the majority of Brandau Norman family heritage, is now being treasured in Osijek, another town in Croatia, as a part of respectable Museum of Slavonia collections. There is a little part of the library left in the Valpova castle, just enough to make us drift away for a moment. Imagine ourselves seated in one of the cozy armchairs with the yellowish pages. Okay, I know this sounded a bit pathetic, but uh, yes, I always think about this when I enter a big library, especially the one with all the books with, uh, you know, golden inscriptions and um, all decorated. By the way, the 1801 fire wasn't the first big flaming disaster in the family's history. Uh, they say that Brandau, the last name, actually means burning forest because one of their Tyrol forests had burned down previously. But let's now leave the 18th and the 19th century behind and go way back into the early days of the castle. There were hints ever since we entered the park that we were within an area much older than the visible 18th century. The bridge in front of the castle, it is actually a memory of a defensive ditch from Middle Ages. Thick castle walls, the triangular shape of the atrium. The castle was built onto a medieval fort and has kept its shape. A better look and the medieval history materializes right in front of our eyes. A chapel of Holy Trinity built on the spot of a 15th century chapel and the incredible 15th century tower are still there, a direct link to the times of the very first owners of Valpovo, the Morovic family. Valpovo still offers a true privilege of stepping into a medieval tower that hasn't been touched, it hasn't been properly renovated. Isn't it incredible that Peter II, Anton von Prandau, I know it's a long name, but isn't it incredible that this man who built the new Baroque castle decided to keep the 300-year-old tower in his backyard and preserve it for generations to come? Uh, by the way, it's the same guy who built the original glass house, so you could blame him personally for the astonishing mix of history throughout the castle and the park. As you can see, the Valpova castle is rich in curiosities uh, and interesting personalities, and this is just a part of it that we covered. In our next episode, we are going to cover a more mysterious side of Valpova castle's history. We're going to go back to the 15th century, hear some legends, 
and about their strange societies. So stay tuned and join us in the next episode about Valpovo Castle. If you've enjoyed this story, you can also read it on croatiaunderrated.com. Doviđenja! Goodbye from Croatia Underrated. <laughs>